that you kind of left me hanging this week on the you know, tank top. It's funny because we didn't plan this. I've worn a tank top every episode for, I don't know, six weeks. Jason has not. And tonight I was like, you know what? I don't feel like digging through the drawer, like finding the clean one, just wearing what I wore. And he wore one. So, you know, it yeah. worked out because I would have gun envy if I had. So <laughs> oh, I appreciate man. you picking up like the mantle without me even knowing about it. That's what teamwork's all about. You know, I was kind of waiting to surprise you. I was like, you know what? I'm all in. I'm I'm on the tank. And then, and then I walked in and, and completely you deflated you. And I was like, oh. I was pretty Joey. pumped when I saw you in a tank top. So, you know, hey. That's okay. I'll keep it going. And um, D2, always the first one in, which I love about D2, says, hi, we suck. Which is very true. <laughs> so awesome. Um, Charlie Boy, I hope you guys have your tank tops ready. I'm buying some new ones. Like I'm, 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 says no tank Joey. I know, Maybe that should be his nickname, no tank Joey. Some <clears> of <throat> us are committed to the tank, and some of us aren't. Get some scissors in the break. I'll be wearing a sleeveless <laughs> shirt after the break. Um, if you don't yet follow us on Twitter, we are at Jaguars underscore United. If you don't follow us on Instagram, we're at Jaguars United underscore. Uh, you can check out our podcast on the Big Cat Country feed. You can watch us on our live show on YouTube. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us or watching us, Joey and me are just fans that love to talk about the Jags, and we do a little chat where we talk with other Jags. So yeah, love to talk to Jags fans. We're glad that you guys are a part. We're glad that you're here. Um, so yeah. let's jump right into it with the uh, comments here. Uh, Robert Adzert says, are they all fired yet? And he says, go Jets, Jags for Trevor. And that's the thing. We ought to be Jets fans at this point, right? I mean, it, it, the Jets didn't look horrible. They didn't. The Bills. You're right. They, they didn't. They really didn't. They so. had a shot. So, I mean, that makes me think they're going to win at least one. But my concern is, is the Jags are going to pull another one out. They almost pulled out. They, I mean, they were a couple of bad they were. breaks away from pulling that one out on Sunday. They really were. I mean, and no, the Chargers okay. are a bad team. I mean, don't get it wrong. The Chargers are not good. Keenan Allen's good. Herbert's going to be good, but that's about it. I mean, Henry didn't play well. Uh, they got some good plays out of that rookie wide receiver, but the the Chargers weren't a good team. They're one of the worst teams we're going to play on our schedule this year. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't make it happen against them. Um, were you a little worried at some point? Like, how did you feel in the third quarter when we were up um, for like a moment, like 21, Dude. 22, or whatever it was, 2021? 20, how did you feel in that moment? Absolutely was. Because before the game, like with a couple of buddies, I had this running like joke, like, hey, Jags or getting like seven and a half, eight points. And I was like, Hey, I know somebody that might be able to bet on this for us. So let me throw a little money down. So oh. I text him, said, Hey, throw this money down and, uh, didn't get a response back. And then I look at the score. I'm like, Whoa, what's going on here? Uh, no, they're coming back. And then it, you know, they ended up covering. So would have won, but he didn't place the bet either way. Did the, the Jags, they, they were probably, Man, what was the line on that? Ten was, points? No, seven and a half. Seven and a half. And then okay. eight at like game time. So okay. yeah. Yeah, I would have I mean I, I think the rule of thumb for the gamblers out there this year is always bet against the Jaguars. I think just like fantasy yeah, football. If you have anybody playing the Jaguars, you start them like yes, every single absolutely. week. Absolutely. That that that's worked out wonderfully. Um 
Any bright spots out of the game for you, Joey? Uh, anything? I mean, James Robinson was great. Yeah, I mean, he's legit. Great player. Absolutely. Um, Gardner, I, I I don't know. I, I have a, a lot to say about Gardner. Um, Is the first thing he's going to be the heck of a backup for us next year? I, th- I mean, I don't know what his future holds. I mean... He could be a guy that someone trades for. Like some teams like having a legit backup, you know. And he so, is. He is without a doubt. He I can mean, pick he's up, as legit as backups. Yeah, come. he could pick up any scheme within weeks and be ready to go. His, I mean, the issue I have with him at the moment is he's not very accurate, and he's not hitting throws that are like throws quarterback mix. Like we saw Herbert hit corners and outs, and you know posts. And I don't think Minshew completed one slant in the game. He had one out to Keelan Cole. Everything else were checkdowns curls or verticals that he was just throwing over the top. What about that Connolly touchdown pass? That was like, yeah, that was a vertical. So okay, Connelly but that was the one like good throw. Yeah, that, that was a great throw. Okay. I mean, he drops it right on Conley. Um, but then we saw Herbert turn around and make like two of those throws. Yeah. I mean, Her- Herbert Herbert's going to be good. Yeah. I have so no he, doubt there. Minshew had some good throws, but man, he had some bad throws, man. He missed Chark bad at the end of the game. Um, I, on that note, I'll have to give you know, Den from the sports den credit for this one. Like he mentioned something I haven't heard from anybody else. And he said that Gardner's overthrowing Chark when he's finding him open, like not the pocket present stuff, like not, yeah. but when he is and Chark's been hurt all season. So maybe he's a touch slow and that's the reason for it. I don't know. It's kind of a good point that I hadn't heard from anybody else. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean, Denny would know if he's talking about it, but I mean, it's just, Regardless, he's the, not the guy. I mean, the throws I'm seeing were like low, you know, and Chark, yeah. and Chark has to go down to make the catch. And those are the throws that you're just kind of like, I, I don't know. It makes you hesitant. And when you see a guy like Herbert, his arm just looks like so much bigger. He flicks it. I mean, he can just rope the ball. And yes. it just makes you kind of think like, dang, what could a first-round quarterback do um, here? Well, it doesn't hurt that at times Herbert was like literally standing flat-footed because he had so much time to throw the ball. Yeah, that's true. I mean, their play action. Um, I thought there were some interesting things that I'll get to in a little bit about how the Chargers game plan against the Jags. Um, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Kev Click says this was the perfect game. It was fun to watch. Lots of scoring, but still an L. The tank continues. It does. Well, the tank for one of us continues because one of us is you completely sold out on the Honestly, tank. I don't even... One of us gave up on the tank, Jeremy. <laughs> I've given up on everything. How about that? Everything. I've given up on the fact that the Jaguars deserve... Like, uh, like I didn't even want to show up to the podcast tonight, if I'm going to be honest with mm. you. Because, like... Come on, man. You hear that, Shot Con? Uh, That's what you've done to this fan. You have. You have discouraged Joey. Joey, one of the yeah, I mean, soul Jags on. fans. I mean, my point is, is like, we're going to mess it up. I'm like the tank for Trevor. I love it, but we're gonna tank and hope to trade it for Justin Fields because we're gonna pull a couple games out somehow. And can't tank right. I'm just frustrated. We're man. tanking right right now. Yeah. Think about this. We are one lucky win against the Colts from being one of the worst Jaguar teams of all time, which would be the best thing yeah. in our history if we could pull it off. If right. We now. were zero and seven. We we would all everyone us local media national media would be saying this is the worst Jaguars team of all time. And one lucky win in week one after a COVID offseason away from that. Yeah. That's how close we are to that bad of a team. It wasn't for the dang Jets, man. I think they'll win one. Jed Campaign says, let's bench Minshew for the rookie. Don't know if that's realistic. I don't think Minshew's the problem, but he's yeah, not. I get but it. I mean, just to yeah. see what Luton has. The O line's been horrible, man. You know, the O line we'll was horrible. You know, we'll do, was horrible. We'll, we'll bench Minshew for Glennon, is what we'll do. 
Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> D2 says, fire everyone, including the new kicker. Lambo? <laughs> Lambo's back. Lambo's back. Robert Adzert says, it sucks good players that are young. Coaches suck. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point, but do you really think anybody's not trying their butt off? I think everyone's trying. I, mean, I, I yeah. do. I think. I think. I think the coaches. I think the players. I mean. I think there's not a lack of effort at all. We just suck. We just have no talent. Yeah, we have absolutely. We got no like talent. four players. Nick F says uh, J Rob Smoot Visca Gardner had one of his best games this year. Okay, Visca only had like thirty yards. Smoot had one of the best games. Honestly, the defense, I was fine with the defense. They didn't play bad. I thought the defense played okay. And look, the Chargers tried to attack the Jags at the edge. They ran. I've never seen a team run so many jet sweeps in a game in my life. I mean, jet sweep, jet sweep, getting the ball to the edge, testing the Jaguars' ability to set the edge. And they adjusted. And I thought Quincy Williams played a pretty decent game. Um, Honestly, the defensive backs kind of let us down a little bit. I thought C.J. Henderson, all things considered, played decent. I know he gave up like two jump balls to uh, Keenan Allen, but honestly, like yeah, that's a legit. He, I thought one. he did pretty well. You know, I, yeah, I thought. And when you have zero pass rush, Henderson is playing as good as he can. I mean, honestly, yeah. we have six sacks. That's tied for worst in the entire league. Yep. Well, Kev B says Devon Hamilton is a beast, and we need between the guards. So, is Devon Hamilton the answer to our pathetic pass rush? That was a good pull-up from what, the practice squad? No, he drafted him from Ohio State in like the fourth round. He hasn't played, though, right? Uh, he's tried to work his way into the rotation. He hasn't really been great until, I guess, last week. Yeah. What, he got one sack? Um, I don't even know if he had a sack. He had a lot of pressure. Smoot had a sack. Hamilton had, like a, I think, a batted ball, maybe. Um, do you think, the, Zach Becker says, do you think the pressure was because of Gardner this game or the offensive line? I think it's a mix of the two because I did notice when I rewatched the game, Minshew does have that clock in his head that's going off way sooner than it needs to be. And that's just a, an issue of him having to deal with a bad offensive line. Well, that, and I think that he's gotten that bug in his head. I mean, I think he's paying attention to the stuff saying that his pocket presence is not good. He wants to work on anything that's not good. So immediately, like you said, two, two and a half seconds in, whether there's a pocket issue or not, He's got that in his head. He's getting happy feet, and he's not playing his game. When he just went out there and played, none of that really mattered. Yeah. Um, Adzert said Schobert lost Herbert on tackle. <laughs> Schobert lost Herbert. Schobert yeah. didn't play great either, uh, in my opinion. Chromebook God said, if we don't get Lawrence or Fields, what do you think about Zach Wilson? He's the quarterback from BYU. I said we go free agent and get Carr. Oh, God. I mean, I'd be okay with Zach Wilson. I mean, I don't know. I have to kind of, I haven't really done a fair evaluation on this quarterback class yet. Like, I mean, everything I'm seeing has Kyle Trask like second or third in the Heisman voting. So is that a guy that slips into the first rounds? Lawrence Fields, if they're not there, you're looking at like a guy like Trey Lance or guys like that. I mean, I don't know. We can talk about quarterbacks. We got all offseason to talk about quarterbacks. I'm going to break them down. But to be fair, I haven't done uh, fair research on w Wilson. And he could be good. I haven't watched him much of BYU. But the highlights I've seen of him, um, he looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, BYU quarterbacks. Yeah. Hey. What? Was it Steve Young? Yeah, and then what? Uh, <laughs> the, the little guy, the Canada quarterback. Flutie? Flutie. Um, Zach Becker. What? We're, oh, sorry. We're exactly what everyone thought we would be with a lucky COVID win. 
That's true. Yeah. yeah. Dead on. Yeah. Nick F19 says, sucks that we traded away someone like Calais. So now Calavon has to learn how to pass rush from Joey Bosa. <laughs> People are hating and calling him a bust, but he's super young. Yeah. We spent a lot of time talking about that last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I mean, last week we were, Calavon's been getting some hate lately. And I mean, look, players develop at different times. And if anything, Calavon Chazon is a guy that we kind of expect is going to be a little bit later in development. You're right. And he has no veteran ahead of him teaching him. Got Josh Allen, but I mean, he's also like a Miles Jack like example of we don't have enough players around him to put him or let him play in his true position or true ability, hand off the ground. He's having to play a position that he's not really played a lot. Yeah. Well, Nick F says Clavon also has kind of short arms, so maybe his power speed to power won't be great, but could definitely develop into a great speed rusher. Wish John was there because he was a great speed rusher. What's his nickname? T Rex. <laughs> I like that. Predator says, hey, I'm here for once. What's up, Predator? Pred dog? Uh, Robert Adzert wanted to chime in on some of the Taven Bryan conversation happening in the chat, and he wanted to say Taven sucks. Dude, Taven's still got so much upside potential. Have you seen his, like, bench press? The squat? He was decent against one-on-one blocking last game, but you would hope someone like him would be able to defeat one-on-one blocks. Yeah. And like make plays, that guy should be double teamed doing. Um, yeah. I mean, he was, he wasn't great. Yeah, you're right. Predator. Did you see Kalevon was getting tips with Bosa after the game? Yeah, that was cool. We actually retweeted that. I think on our Twitter, uh, it was cool. So I, mean, I missed this. That's two mentions. So what, yeah, what, happened, so, uh, what happened for the viewers who are not as in dialed in as you guys? Are? Yeah. If you weren't, if you didn't see what happened, I guess some clip came out at the end of the game where Kalevon and Joey Bosa were kind of just like exchanging words at the end of the game. And Bosa was kind of showing him some like moves and giving him some tips. You could see, cause he was like lining up and showing him steps to take nice. and arm, motions to make and it was just cool because it showed a clip on the twitter video i saw of joey bosa when he was a rookie getting tips from uh the defensive end who was kind of a veteran guy slipping my mind right now but um it was cool to see that he's doing the same thing Dude, that's, that's the way it should be man that's pretty cool yeah i mean these guys want each other each yeah, I mean, other to succeed like so. on the field your enemies off the field different story exactly I mean, the game's over make money help each other uh, Nick F says some fans on Facebook and Instagram are calling Kalevon a bust. Well, I think that's what you would get for going to Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, I mean, sports and, conversations. and <laughs> Wolf Moon says we need to trade Tave and Brian at the end of the season for a draft pick. <laughs> dude. A sixth rounder, a seventh rounder. I mean, you know, a lot of options there. Yeah, if we could get a draft pick for him, that would be fantastic. Um, Robert says Chazon is used to stand up rush coach's fault. Yeah, I agree. It's like Miles Jack. Wrong position sucked. Right position led the league in at all linebackers when he was running the position. But so, unless they're running like a three four defense. Which we should be, but if continue. his hand's not in the dirt, he can't get leverage on run plays. Sure, and he needs to learn that. Exactly. We're we're more set up for a three four. But yeah, I agree. Walsh can't coach yeah. that apparently. Or scheme it. Moon Illusion says one in fifteen. Doug, the tank commander, is in charge. I hope, man. I hope. I hope that is enough to get us one of the two. But I don't think we're going one in fifteen. We're going to win another game. I don't know. The Chargers were pretty bad, and we did not Dude, do well. Dude, the Chargers went to like OT with a couple teams. They played a couple teams strong. I mean, the, the this battle. This was um, your boy Justin Herbert's first win of his career. Yeah, we're, we're good at that. First win of his career. And 
we're what, one of three teams that have lost six games in a row by more, 30 points or more in what? How long? 50 years? I saw an interesting stat today that I thought would be cool to bring up um, about the Jags. And it was uh, – I'm going to ask you, Joey, what you think. All right. I'm ready. Um, the Jags have allowed two sacks – by the first quarter, it was six minutes left against the Chargers. That was their 19th time allowing two sacks. What I want to ask you is how many games did it take for them to get to 19 games with two sacks? In the first quarter or total? Total. So 19 out of blank. Dimension is pretty good at evading. We've only got nine games. 19 out of 20. So that means out of the last 20 games, only one. Wow. The Jags have given up less than two sacks. That's how bad the offensive line's been. And I think we are quick to judge the quarterbacks, and maybe the receivers aren't getting open. You know what? Uh, it doesn't dude, seem dude, like they are because, plenty of plays because they're, they're blitzing the crap out of us. Like, when you watch teams, there's blitz, 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 blitz every single play, and you're like, okay, obviously we can't handle blitzes. So if you're a coach, you're thinking, okay, quick passes. Receivers are going to be open, but it's not working. So, like, what gives? Like, what's not happening? Are the receivers not getting open off the snap? Are I mean, like, are the quarterback not making the right read? Is the offensive line not blocking? It's a combination of everything. There's no consistency. So, like, when the receivers are open, like, Minshew's not ready for them to be open because the three plays before that, nothing was open, and he got crushed one of those three plays or had to scramble for his life. So, I mean, you can't really, like, get a flow. That's the problem. There's no flow. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Tamba Ali was the DN that was helping Joey Bosa. Thank you, Zach Becker from the uh, Chiefs. That's pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, yeah, that was a good good memory. Went deep on the Google for that one. Moon Illusion says, thoughts on the secondary. Sidney Jones and CJ could stay at corner, and Wilson could stay at free safety, but I look for a better strong safety type. Dude, outside of Henderson, our secondary is absolute garbage. All needs to go. I don't think that we have much at the secondary position outside of CJ. I, I agree with you there. Sidney Jones like flashes in coverage every once in a while, but he was really bad last week against the run, and that's just going off the eyeball test. I haven't looked at the PFF grade at all, but, I mean, that play where Herbert did the naked bootleg in the first quarter and ran for, like, 50 yards, um, Sidney Jones just totally blew – his edge setting assignment and totally bit on the play action and was huge. It was third down and, you know, we, it was a big play and it's the little things like that. You know, I know you don't bring in DBs to set the edge, but if a team knows that he can't, they're going to abuse it. And that's what the Chargers tried to do is they tried to abuse the corners setting the edge. They tried to beat these guys down the field. They did. I, Herndon didn't play well. Um, I don't really think Jones has played great at safety. Um, it's just a bunch of guys that seem like practice squad guys on another team. And that's the thing, man. We're doing typical Jag stuff as Jag diehard fans. We're buying into the fact that a guy who flashes on our team right now is got potential or is a good player. On any other team, he wouldn't start. They would suck anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um That's my thoughts on the secondary. So we'll see what happens, Moon. You can tell 
That's yours. Nick F., uh, you guys think Aaron Lynch, offseason signing, coming out of retirement to play, could shift us to what we wanted in a 3-4 defense uh, with Correa, who I think Correa played decent, yeah. and Chase on. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I just don't think they're going to do it. There's just, I mean, that's a big switch. You could do it in an off season, but you couldn't do it in mid season, even with a bye week. It's not something no, that absolutely not. I mean, I haven't seen them run an odd man front one time. That's not happening. Yeah, mid season. If if you were even able to do that switch, you would have at least some like packages with odd man front packages with a nose tackle, two big DNs, two outside backers. Either one could blitz, and we haven't seen that one time. So it's not even something they have like in their bag of tricks, much less change to it. So. But maybe, maybe Aaron Lynch is – maybe. I, I mean, it could happen. Um, I don't necessarily see it happening, but no, that means nothing, no. to be honest with you. We're making no moves this season <laughs> at all. Uh, the, Not the, even winning moves. The only, no, the only moves we're making are trying to lose. Yes. And the only reason we won't lose all of our games is because we've got a bunch of young guys and dudes that – are trying and want to play, man. They're playing hard. They're playing as good as they possibly can, as hard as they can. I think the coaches are coaching as good as they can. We just don't have the talent. At bottom line, that's what the problem is. We have the youngest team in the NFL. Yeah. I kind of want to talk about like how set up for success Minshew was, and I kind of wanted to see what the chat people thought about Minshew. And look. If you're trying to win games, you don't have the youngest roster in the NFL. No. You go out, you get veterans that can prove they can play. You don't have undrafted guys and rookies and things like that. Especially so with a second round or a second year, six round quarterback. Yeah. And I mean, you look at a team like the Chargers, fourth youngest team. So, you know, at least they could be like, we're rebuilding for the future, but we got our guy and maybe that's us next year, you know? Um, but the fact that we are legitimately the youngest roster in the NFL tells me that they weren't trying to win. On top of that, I've been saying all year that the Jags have not set up Minshew for success. So what I want to ask you, Joey, and I want to ask the chat here is, is I want to look at some of the other bad teams. Fair enough. And I want to look at the core of players they have around their quarterback. And you tell me if you'd rather have the Jags core or this team's core. I like it. Okay. So let's just... Let's just, in chat, we need you involved in this. We need your participation. Absolutely. This is a good so, question. For the Jags, we have James Robinson, LaVisca Chenault, uh, DJ Chark, and then some variation of Tyler Eifert or Keelan Cole or something like that. Okay, so that's the Jags core there. And you're being nice giving them James Robinson because that was that was just like finding a four-leaf clover in the grass. That was incredibly lucky. Yes. Incredibly lucky. Okay, so the Jets have Frank Gore, LaMichael P. Ryan, Jamison Crowder, Braxton Berrios, who's their leading receiver, and Ryan Griffin, their tight end. I'd give it to the Jets because they already had a QB they drafted that they thought was well, going to be the I'm, guy. Yeah, I'm talking about like what core would you want around your quarterback? I, I, I think I would rather have the Jags core than, than that core. Um, to be fair, Frank Gore was supposed to be Le'Veon Bell. LaMichael P. Ryan's played well. Jamison Crowder's a good receiver. Ryan Griffin's a good tight end. But I think I would still rather have the Jags than the Jets' core. So saying at this point, not at, prior to the season. Right, at this point. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Yes, I'd want the Jags. You want the Jags? What, we got? Yes. what do y'all think? Um, Moon Illusion says Jags. Um, I think off the bat, Jags win, yeah. win that one. Uh, that's, not, that's not really even questionable. And that makes sense because the, ja the Jets are the worst team in the league. Yeah, so we're second to worst. So that makes sense. Um, Nick F. says that's 
that's a joke. The Jags course is definitely better than the Jets. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not a joke. It's honest question. It's honest question. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Washington football team. <laughs> okay, not a great team, although they did look good last week against the Cowboys. Their core, Antonio Gibson, JD McKissick, Terry McLaurin, tight end Logan Thomas. Jags again. I think I would rather have the Jags there. Yeah. But it's it's closer. It's close. Terry McLaurin's a good player. Logan Thomas is a good tight end. I mean, I don't yeah. I think he's been injured. JD McKissick has played really well this year. Antonio Gibson has played really well this year. Antonio Gibson is kind of like their James Robinson right now. So it's like their young guy. They they weren't they expect to be good and he's been good. Still though, I think I would rather have the Jags. Um, but it's getting interesting at that. But point. you're comparing us at this point to like probably the only franchise with a worse owner and a worse That's true. Ram no, I'm still going. front office. We're just going. Right. We're just going. Fair bad enough. team sorry, by sorry. bad team. Sorry. Okay. Continue. Um, Moonlighting says Jags. Nick F says McLaurin and Gibson are beasts. Um, Brett E says Minshew wasn't set up for success, but look at Baker Mayfield. He set up for success and still might not be the guy. Yeah, it's true. That's so we're point. like 30 out of 32 at this point. Continue. Point. Yeah. So now we move on to the Giants. Mm. Okay, Giants are not a good team. No. Um, they're only beating bad teams, and they're looking at one of those top draft picks, regardless of how they feel about Daniel Jones. Their core, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate. you got to go to the Giants on that I one. I think you take the Giants there. Yeah. I mean, Saquon, Evan Ingram alone, and Slayton's really good and underrated, and Golden Tate is good. Definitely Giants there. So I think I'm taking the Giants yeah. out of that core. Um and Daniel Jones is better than Minshew, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's still to be seen. And again, I'm taking the quarterback out of the equation. Well, you, I'm Because, okay, I, I mean, I you can... I can't not, though. But I mean, all right, sorry. How you feel about your quarterback is what you're going to do. You're going to set right, them fair up. Fair enough. Steps. I won't say that again. Yeah. So Giants in that equation. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Okay, Broncos. Broncos are another bad team. I mean, I'm talking bad teams. Bad here. teams. Like, like these like are the bad bottom, like bad six, teams. seven, eight teams. Okay, I'm not comparing this to you know one of these good teams yeah. out there. These are not good teams. Broncos: Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Jerry Judy, Noah Font, and then Tim Patrick, who's been their best receiver. Broncos by far. Broncos. I mean, you have injury concerns there with Gordon and Lindsay. Yeah, but still, Judy's a beast. But they fans a beast. But they tried. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, I think the Broncos, I mean, again, they probably have their guy, but that's it, a solid core. Either way, that's, that's a yeah. core you put together with someone who you're trying to win with. Um, 100%. The Bengals. The Bengals. Bengals. Not good either. No. Uh, just because they have their quarterback doesn't mean they're good, but look at the supporting cast they have around Joe Mixon. Tell me who'd rather have. Joe Mixon? I'm or? sorry, around uh, uh, Joe Burrow. Well, start with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. All right. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, A.J. Green. Obviously, the Bengals. I think I'd the Bengals there, too. Um, I've made c- comparisons with Fournette and Mixon, but I like Mixon better. And Green's finally turned it back on halfway through the season. T. Higgins is looking like a steal yeah. uh, of a pick. And that one's kind of close. Um, I could I could yeah. see someone's argument where they said they'd rather have the Jags. Um, Moon Illusions and Zach Becker... Um, says Bengals and Bengals. Nick F says he would take our offensive weapon over the Packers, which is an interesting uh, 
Which is an interesting theory. Devontae, and, and I kind of want to see. But you can't go there without talking about quarterback, man. That's yeah, the problem. No, you cannot. Absolutely. Because Alan Lazard looks like an absolute Pro Bowl player when he's healthy with Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't say Pro Bowl. Dude, he's he good. lit it up for five games. I think the reason why they're good, though, is because of Aaron Jones, who is a very good running back, and yeah. Devontae Adams. Which is a stud wide receiver. He's a very good wide receiver. Okay. And... I mean, they're getting a lot of good carries out of Jamal Williams, who has 219 yards on 52 attempts. I mean, they're getting... I haven't heard... Almost office, everyone on their team has it over four yards per carry. I haven't heard offensive line mentioned yet, though. So, I mean... Yeah. But we're talking weapons here. Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Marquez, Valdez, Scantlings have had a good year. Mercedes Lewis, don't forget about his three catches. The bottom line there is you've got Aaron Rodgers playing pissed off because they drafted a quarterback, and that's the difference there, in my opinion. Can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers had Chenault and James Robinson and Eifert and Keelan Cole? Are you kidding me? Yeah, Nick F's. Okay, I I see what you're saying there. Nick's kind of comparing DJ Chark and Devontae Adams. Um, Keelan Cole and Chenault are better than Lazard and... and, uh, and, and everyone else they have there. But you have to remember Aaron Jones supplements in the passing game, uh, you know, as much as Chenault would. And Jones is a stud. Yeah, and I mean. he and he helped in the run game as much as Robinson would. So he kind of makes up for two of those guys. But, I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the what I'm trying to get at is, like, even teams that are bad still set up a supporting cast better than the Jags have. The defense, they obviously had made no effort in the defense, which I'm fine with because look at the teams that played last night. You know, the Chiefs. There's not a lot of defense going on. I mean, they they don't have much of defense, uh, or the Seahawks, I'm sorry. Um, So at some point, though, you got to give a quarterback offensive line help. You've got to give him weapons. I mean, the fact that you replaced your starting right guard with Ben Barch. The thing is, though, dude, is – you give your quarterback that if you think they're the guy. I don't think they think Minshew's the yeah. guy. And I think, I mean, his numbers are okay. I love the guy. I, wa- I-, I wanted him to be the guy more than anybody, I think. Or at least as much as anybody. He's not the guy. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, and that's the bottom line. It's sad because we all love the guy. And hopefully he's a backup here. I mean, honestly, hopefully he's he going to be awesome. Else, he might be but... like a senator or something, man. Who knows with that? It, it, the sky's the limit for him as far as his per, per, like career and personal life goes. But he, he's not our franchise quarterback. We've got to get past that. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, we're going to put a quick ad into the podcast. Um, I think we're going to stick around maybe for a couple more minutes, and then we'll take a YouTube break. So yeah. we'll just take a quick little... Uh, Breaky break? Yeah, not even a real break. Just a break for the podcast. So um, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you support these ads. Uh, make sure that you support them. And if you haven't checked out our live show, then why haven't you? That's on YouTube. You obviously get bonus material at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're going to take a quick 10-second break here just so I know where to put the, the pause. And then uh, we'll be right back. If you're watching the live show, don't go anywhere. 
Alright, and we're back. I just needed a little break there just to see where to put the ad. So, uh, thank you there. Shout out to Big Cat Country who hosts us for the podcast for free. Shout out to you guys for doing that. Shout out to the live show. You guys are awesome. Uh, we love your comments. Keep them coming. If you missed the first segment, we talked about kind of the weapons that are around Minshew and the supporting cast that he has and whether that kind of measures up to the other bad teams in the league. Um, I think we had some good conversation there. Um, Nick F., um, I, I like his summary. He says that our offensive cast is better than the Pats, Jets, Bears, and you could argue the Ravens, Packers, Eagles, and more teams. They just have good quarterbacks, so imagine if we get Trevor or Fields. I don't know if I would come all the way with you on that, Nick. Um, there's guys on some of those teams you named single-handedly are better just by their single presence being on the team. You talk about a guy like Allen Robinson being on the Bears. I mean, that's a lot better than anyone we have by a mile. You know, Uh, you talk about a guy on the Ravens who like, you know, Lamar Jackson alone. I mean, I know that proves your point, but I mean, they have two tight ends on their team that at any point could score touchdowns. That's an interesting like proposition though. If you put Lamar Jackson on our team with our wide receivers, I don't think our receivers get open as much as people think. Like, Dude, the Ravens wide receivers are horrible, though. But, I mean, they can make up for it in their tight end play. I, I mean, you're looking at a guy like Mark Andrews, who's, like, one of the best players in the league. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get your point. Uh, the Packers, a guy, another a team that has Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. The Eagles aren't any good, in my opinion. I think we could beat the Eagles if it was the right day. You know, yeah, it's so, possible. I, yeah, I can see that. So I mean, I'm with you, Nick, but uh, I'm willing to like think that some of these guys are um, kind of tip the scale a little bit, in my opinion. But let's move on to some bright spots about the team. Uh, we talked about James Robinson. Did James Robinson remind you of anybody that you used to watch play for the Jags? I mean, maybe it was just me, but there was just something about uh, James Robinson's play that reminded me of a certain somebody. James Stewart? A, not if you, James if you Stewart. say Fred Taylor, man, no, I, I might no, walk out of the room. He looks like Maurice Jones Drew. No, dude. He doesn't yeah. run like me. He does. No, he does not. Dude, the stiff arm that he, uh, that he had. Dude, no. I mean, threw a dude into the ground. He's incredibly hard to tackle. There was a play where Joey Bosa beat Cam Robinson to the backfield and pretty much tackled James Robinson the same time he got the ball, and he couldn't bring Robinson to the ground. He's a strong runner, yes. He's physically strong. And he's smooth. He's low. He has good, he's, really he, good balance. He's low sometimes. He's really good balance, which he is, is something balanced. that Reese was known for. Um, I don't know. Corey Trent says Natron means is what you mean. Natron means, uh, man, less elusive, but <laughs> I think James Stewart's a much better comparison, in my I opinion. I never thought James Stewart was any good. I think James Robinson's, like, not bad. I don't know. Damn. Maybe it's the same thing. Zach Becker says he runs like Todd Gurley. Jed Campaign says, so does Joey know who Bucky is yet? <laughs> <laughs> you know who Bucky Brooks is yet? Have you gotten that far? I was here last week. <laughs> What's that guy do with our running backs? Punk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Nothing. Moon Illusion says James, quote, Derrick Henry, quote, Robinson. Oh, wow. Another person said Derrick Henry's dad, Robinson. So we're comparing Robinson to Derrick Henry now. Yes. And I Did lo- you not see the stiff arm? I mean, he I, I lo- stiff arm. I'll tell you what, man. I, I love Jack's fans. <laughs> like, I mean, I absolutely love them. Uh, I think they're just kidding. 
Um, Hopefully. Invisible Colors is I can't think of a comparison. I thought it looks like Maurice Jones-Drew. I legitimately did. Like, I was a big Maurice Jones-Drew fan. I, I was like- a huge fan of his running style. He's patient. He's balanced. He's powerful. Doesn't get tackled. It's what James Robinson reminds me of. I'll have to watch it, like, with that lens on because I, I I didn't see it. I mean, he, dude, he's good. He's like a diamond in the rough, like an absolute steal that we have somehow, hey, which is amazing. Illinois State. One of the few bright spots on the team. I mean, the guy, he, he's legit, man. He's got the most rushing yards through seven games out of any undrafted free agent in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Stoked. Illinois State represent. Yeah. I go there every, <laughs> every holiday to see my Who knew? girlfriend's parents, Bloomington, Illinois. Who knew? Most boring city on earth. Anyways, moving right along. Um, Zach Becker says, can we get a zoom on this episode? Uh, it took him three weeks to figure out how to zoom out. If we <laughs> zoom in again, man, that might just like break the, the whole thing's coming down. I think Becker wants to zoom in on this episode. Zach, I will, we'll figure a zoom out with you for sure. I would love to converse with you. I mean, like actually zoom and bring him in. Yes. Not zoom on us. Yes. Right. Yes. Zach Becker says, I do not want you to see... The tears up close. <laughs> yes, that's true. I can't. That's, I mean, we're zoomed in pretty far here. That's awesome. Um, I can't figure out how to unzoom the camera now, so we're stuck here. Uh, Which is better forever. than it was, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you can't see the jerseys, but I mean, I guess you can see my muscles in this. Uh, yeah, in this tank. Look even bigger. Better, you know. I just gotta stay flexed through the whole episode. But hashtag school. I can do that. I can do that. Um, Moon Illusions says the lack of Zoom is abhorrent. <laughs> abhorrent for Lawrence. Bring it back, abhorrent. abhorrent. Yes, you're right, Moon. Uh, it's abhorrent. Can't believe, can't believe it. But we're going to keep uh, moving on. So uh, this is what I wanted to get. I, the bright spots, okay? James Robinson is a bright spot. Yes. Who's your next one? Because James Robinson's easy. Like, Dude, we all my- love James Robinson. Who are you most excited about for the future? Again, youngest team. Then we might have the most cap space coming up next year. We have some great draft picks. Who are you excited about that that, that combined with a new quarterback? So we're talking about offense then? It, I'm sorry. It could be defense too. Because yeah. Miles Jack is what I'm most excited about out of the entire team. I mean, that guy in the correct position is an absolute beast. Yeah. I like Miles Jack. I mean, he's dealing with some injuries, so we haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Um but yeah, when he was healthy, he was playing lights out. Moon Illusion says Visca. I like LaVisca's game. I'm a little concerned. Look, the Jags game plan this week was to feed Robinson. Uh, I mean, Minshew threw, I think, twice as much two weeks ago than he did last week. Like, they let Minshew throw. He threw for a bunch of yards, two touchdowns, one interception. This week, barely throws, doesn't do, doesn't do as many yards, doesn't even break 200, um, has one touchdown, zero interceptions. Just a more conservative game out of Minshew. He was less accurate. LaVisca wasn't able to get involved. I still don't get like why they're not giving him the ball more in the backfield. Like We see the Chargers running jet sweeps left and right. And we have like a more appropriate personnel to run jet sweeps, and we don't. Well, they did the first couple games. And then they abandoned it. So I don't know what the deal is there. Nick F. agrees with you and says a healthy Miles Jack is playing at an all-pro level. Moon Illusions goes on to say Jack is a top linebacker when healthy, possibly the best. Yeah. I mean, finally figured it out after three seasons of us saying put him in the right position. Yeah, I agree. 
So we have 20 people watching. If you're watching and you still haven't commented, then uh, come on. Get involved in the conversation. Well, how many comments do we have versus people? Figure that out real quick. I don't know. That seems like something. 16 out of 20? Be horrible. But, 14? you know, jump in here. We'd love to hear your opinion. Uh, I promise you Moon Illusions won't make fun of you. Nick F. May. But I mean, honestly, we, we, but it's, it's, you don't hold against them. We need your help tonight because we're talking about positives still for some reason after the absolute dumpster fire that the team's been all year. I'm out of positives, Jason. I mean, that, that's the problem, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know what you would, you would talk about what the yes. problems are. We well, know our problems for we know the hours. Problems. We know the problem. The problem. Can but be why are we talking about positives when there's no positives? I think there's like, positives. There's really not. I disagree. Not, not this year, though. I think there's a lot of positives. So our, our foundation, our building blocks, our, our ground level, what we're going to build off of going forward is what? Four players? On offense, I think you're looking at okay. So guys. six players total. I think we have more young pieces than you're giving us credit for. Okay. Well, let's see what the fans think. Yeah, I mean, it's name more than isn't name. a lot of positives. But if we just sit here and harp on the fact that the Jags have no talent, then that's right. no fun. All right. Well, how about this for a question? Six players that you'd be willing to pay extended contracts for for their position as our foundation going forward. I was a, I was about to say James Robinson, but I guess we've learned that you don't pay running backs. Especially not after one year. Yeah, a guy like DJ Chark's going to get a contract Okay, extension. paid. I agree. LaVisca Chenault, I would love to see stay here long term. Juwan Taylor is a guy that I Gotta think is going to be here long term. That's three on... That's two, your, in my opinion. Okay, two. <laughs> I, would, I would pay... I would pay Chark, I would pay All right, Taylor, three. and I would pay Chenault. Four? Okay. I got I got four. You got okay. five. Okay, and then um, we're moving over to the defensive side of the ball. I think you got to pay a guy like T.J. Henderson. I think he's a guy you want on okay. your team long term. Five. Josh Allen is a guy that you want. Six. Miles Jack is a he's guy already, who's already got already one. paid. Schobert's already paid. But if we're no. adding them to the people you're going to no, pay, no, I'm talking about people you're going to pay. So we got six. Okay, six. Then uh, you're looking at. I mean, that's probably your six. Okay. You hope Kalevon is a guy. It's a seventh. But did you get six people, dude? But I mean, we've already paid two, so that's so you got eight, and you got eight, and you've paid Norwell. I mean, that's the guy that could probably be even though he's holding the ball. Are we going to pay him lot. again though? No, but I mean, that's. That's nine guys that I think you either have on a contract extension or want. And that's not a lot. And they're the team's not trying to win. I mean, why and, can't why can't we be like the Steelers, man? Like the Steelers like Antonio Brown, best wide receiver in the league. Let him go. Running back. Can't think of his name right now because I'm so mad we're not the Steelers. Well the Let him the go. Steelers, the, and they, they just have guys to plug in and they still Make the playoffs every single year. Well the consistent is they have had the same coach and the same quarterback. I mean, they have elite coaching and elite quarterback play. I mean, you've had Ben Roethlisberger up there forever. So point being, Trevor Lawrence, or we're stuck for another 10 years. That's, I think that's what everyone's trying to say. Right. I mean, that's why there's so many bad teams this year. I mean, I think you can maybe do the Trevor with uh, Justin Fields, right. maybe. He had a heck of a game. Yeah, I mean, and who knows? Weekend. I mean, guys pop off all the time. I mean, is there a Patrick Mahomes in this draft? Is there a Deshaun Watson in this draft? Is there a Lamar Jackson in this draft? Probably. So, I mean, the Jags could hit on one of those guys that isn't a one or two. A guy like Kyler Murray is out there balling. I mean, looking like a stud. He looked awesome last night. I mean, so I think it can happen. And, yeah, a quarterback will make it better, but I don't think this team – I mean, there's just an article out today about the Jags' job is more attractive than people are giving it credit for because there are some young pieces here. Young pieces, salary cap, and draft picks. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of issues with this team, but that's going to come when you're the youngest team in the league. 
right. So yeah. there's a, Hey, I just like backed you into a positive. Thank you. I, look, I can be negative and I can be positive. Look, we're one in six. The fans that we have here and listening to podcasts now and watching live shows and are a part of chats where we talk about the Jags, they're in it. They're in it no matter what. They are. And they're hurt. They're yeah. hurt. Exactly. They're like, they're mad about being Jags fans right now. And and we're, we're right there with you. And we want us in like, we want to see heads roll when we're mad. It's yeah. the natural human reaction. Like we want to see heads roll and they're not. So we don't feel like satisfied. I haven't said it in three years. They're all gone at the end of the season. We're not firing anybody before the season unless like somebody just makes like an absolute wants to get fired decision, like HR wise, inappropriate wise. But at the end of the season, they're all gone. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Zach Becker says our positives is we get to see chaos of you guys every Monday night. That's true. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that. That's a very that. good point. Um, on as far as the guys that we want to see with the second ex- or with a long-term deal, Nick F says Allen, Jack, again, Jared Wilson, Chark, LaVisca, Jawan Taylor, Henderson, maybe Chazon if he develops. Jared Wilson's an interesting one because he, he's shown a lot. He's been hurt this year, right? I mean, and hasn't played well yeah. coming back from and, being hurt. Yeah. But I like him as a player, and he wouldn't cost much to give a contract to, so I would agree there. Zach Becker yelling at us in all caps, how could we forget Josh Lambeau? Lambeau's already got his money, dude. He ain't going. That's again. He's not going anywhere. He's the face of the franchise. If there was a uh, Madden 2021 Jaguar cover, it'd be Lambeau on there with his Goldilocks and dog. Nick F did want to point out that we did beat that Steelers team that you're talking so highly about twice in one year. Uh, we didn't. The old team <laughs> beat them. That they went all in on and. Uh, that was that was one of my that's probably one of the best games I've ever seen as a fan ever. Absolutely. Ever. Not just Jags fan, like a fan of football ever. It was amazing. Moon Illusion says, What are your thoughts on the offensive line? Cam, not good. Norwell, great. Linder, great. Can good. Taylor, not good. What? I don't agree with that. I think Cam is good. I think he's still healthy. I think he is. I think a, Cam's good. Yeah. I think Norwell's good. Yeah. I think Linder is good Above just average. because of his availability. I mean, he's become so unavailable with injuries in the past. He's been no good this year, but yeah. just can not good. No, I agree. Played better this year. Now he's injured and we got Barch playing there. So that kind of has to bring like his the, spot down. Yeah, right? he's like the best of the worst at that side. And I think Taylor is. Taylor's going to be real good. I think Taylor's going to be good. So. I don't like the O-line. I don't like Can. I don't really like what we're getting out of Camp Robinson, even though I said that he's good. I just I don't like what we're getting out of him. Yeah, but it's so hard to get a left tackle, man. I mean, I know, but he's a guy that's going to go somewhere else and be good. He's going to absolutely. He's going to get overpaid by the Browns. And he's going to be good. We got we got to at least try to pay him. Might have to. I have to agree there. So make that number seven on my list. Yeah, I guess so. All right, uh, Joey, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I know me personally. I need a quick little break. Uh, but when we come back, I have a fun little game for you, Joey. Hopefully this causes us wanting to fight. Uh, of course. And I feel like that for this t- tonight. It's like yeah. the first podcast in a while. It's like just tension. Yeah. I feel okay. But <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Thank you guys that are hanging around in the chat. Uh, we're going to be back in like two minutes for listening to the podcast. Um, this is our second break and maybe our last, but... Probably not. But thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to check us out on our live show. We got a website, jagsnire.com. Check it out. I need to do more time on that. I need to spend more time on that. But 
That's like everything in life, to be could honest be, with you. Could be our last podcast ever. Especially if we fight in this next <laughs> second. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging around. Uh, give us like two minutes. We'll be right back. Thank you guys for checking out the Jaguars United podcast. Uh, this is going to be the end of part one. We're going to put out part two later this week, so be looking out for the rest of this show. Uh, remember, you can also check out our stuff on YouTube, Twitter, and all that other stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, go Jags. Go Jags.